Welcome in, welcome in to a brand new edition of the Attaway Podcast by LSPN. We are so excited to be back. This is our fall kickoff episode. We have a lot of things to talk about, a lot of football, volleyball, golf, tennis. We got it all, and accompanying me is my good friend. Introduce yourself. Nick Sunball. And Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I just got out of astronomy, and our lab went really short. And your lab was short, <laughs> so that's always a good day. It is. But now, most importantly, it is time to talk about something that we both love, and that is PLU athletics. I are going to specifically say football, because football season is finally back. I mean, football season is finally back, and we can talk about the Seahawks and how they're probably going to have a sorry season, oh but like we'll, we'll just put that on hold. because what Where's is, Andrew Luck at? Yeah, Andrew Luck, hey, he's doing <laughs> making a decision that is best for his life, and yeah, you have yeah, to respect okay. that. What about Adam Vinatieri? Uh, he's also not retiring. Okay. So he, we're all right there. <laughs> best kicker of all time. That's all that matters. But what is most important is that PLU picked up the dub last Saturday, 17-10, to 10, over Cal Lutheran in a series that over the past few years has been very contested. Um, so w- let's just get into it. How I felt when I watched this game. Um, so you know how when you're, you're taking a test and you open up the first page of the exam, you're like, this is easy. Mm-hmm. You're, you just open the test, you're energized, you're feeling it, you are ready. You are crossing off answers, you are checking the right ones, and it is like feeling good. And then you get to like the third page of the exam, the fourth page, the fifth page, you start getting fatigued. You start thinking, oh, this is a little harder than I thought. Maybe this is not really easy as it, as it was at the beginning. That is how I felt in this football game, and I think you did too. Because we started off, and we had the opportunity, if not for a mixed missed field goal, to go up 17-0 have a three-possession lead on these guys. And this Kowloo team that has given us issues over the past few years, like, this series is tight. Yeah, it's always a really contested matchup. It's very contested. They always go back and forth. Yes, but I don't know, Nick. Do you want to maybe recap a little bit of what happened in the game? I know we started strong early, but... Right off the bat, we did not look great. The very first play, right on kickoff, right... It did not go very well, and then we had a holding penalty, so we started from like our eleven, and then the first two plays we both we ran fades both times, and the first one was an incomplete, and then the second one we threw a pick, and you do not want to see that. That's not a great start, especially when you have a new quarterback, no. because as you know, Walker Lavoie is no longer with us. He's graduated, unfortunately. Yes. So we're, our new quarterback, uh, number fifteen, Bryce Missy. Bryce Missy, and thank we you. we will get into the quarterback battle in a little bit. Okay, yeah, we're not but, there yet. Yes. But number 15, Bryson, he was starting. Um, and second second throw through a pick. And so then we were on defense at a roughly midfield. And then the very first play, Cal fumbles the handoff, and we recover the ball. And then after that, we continued to run a lot of fades. And I was watching the game with Brady, and he was not <laughs> pleased with the play calling because that was, like, the only route we were bringing out. But uh, eventually, we were back on defense, and then we got another, uh, it was a strip sack, actually. Mm-hmm. So we got the ball back again, and we are on, like, the fist, like, about the 15-yard line, mm-hmm. and then it was looking great. We're knocking on the door, 
think it's going to go amazing because we've had excellent field position. And then someone snaps the ball, goes way over the quarterback's head. He's looking like Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. Aww. Bryce has got to run back, <laughs> go get the ball. <laughs> and then uh, I'm pretty sure later that drive, we threw he threw another pick on another fade. But, uh, but that one the, was called back. That one was called right? back, yeah, because the refs uh, called P.I., <laughs> so that uh, that pick didn't count. So we still had the ball, and then we did get the touchdown later that possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce threw to Alex Rendon in the corner of the end zone, mm-hmm. which was great. So now we're up seven zero. Um, and then after that, when we're on defense again, we forced another fumble. Mm-hmm. So our defense was looking incredible. Mm-hmm. And then we were on offense again. Uh, sometime later, we threw another pick. That was not good. No. Um, and I guess what I meant by the strong start was the defense was, f- like, making plays. Yeah, They absolutely. were forcing the issue. They the were offense was looking awesome. kind of stagnant. The offense was a little bit stagnant, but we ended up taking the two-possession lead. Yeah, so we did. The, in the first quarter, the first quarter of the season, to make that type of statement is something that I was really happy to see, despite the stagnation. But, sorry, continue, Nick. Um, the defense was really setting up our offense with all these turnovers. Mm. Um, unfortunately, pretty, I think it was either in the first quarter or second quarter, uh, Bryce Missy got hit pretty bad and his helmet flew off and then he was out of the game. Let's talk about that play because I thought that was an incredibly weird play because it looked like he was running outside the pocket I can't remember if it was a scramble. It might have been a scramble. I think it was a scramble. Yeah. And it looked like he was going down. Like yeah. he, he slid. Or, I, yeah, I think he slid. And then as he was going down, it looked like the defender just kind of clipped him and his helmet just dislodged at a weird angle. Like it wasn't a clean pop-off. Like it looked like it stuck on his forehead and then popped <laughs> off. And he like was on the ground forever. He was like, his head was down in the turf and it just did not look good. No. I think he was thrown up on the side. Like, we don't speculate here at the LSPN podcast, but we really think that there is some sort of concussion yeah. type thing going on. I did, I did not see any yakking happen, but there was a bucket brought out for him. Yes. Um, he also was, like, looking a little gimpy before that. He hurt his leg somehow, and he was in a walking boot after. Yeah. So, again, I can't speculate. So... Yeah, you're right. There, there was a bucket brought out for him. He came out in a boot. We don't really know what's going on. We haven't heard a report or anything. No. So, yeah, but continue. Um, after that, we had quarterback... God, let me find his name. Eric Bainter. Thank you. Eric Bainter come in. Freshman out of Bothell. And then the offense continued to not really do much. We didn't score a touchdown after that. And we started running the ball a lot more. In terms of like our play calling, I feel like it was a it was a lot heavier with the passing earlier in the game with number fifteen in Bryce, mm-hmm. um, and then after number ten came in Eric, we stopped throwing the ball so much. Like we started off taking shots down the field yeah. like pretty liberally, yeah, and then got a lot more conservative with the play calling after that and started running the ball a lot more. At the end of the day, our yardage was pretty Pitiful. even. I was, I for mean, throwing. it wasn't great. Yeah, for throwing, <laughs> there was only we only for, had like a hundred yards of our each. Quarterbacks, a hundred and nine <laughs> yards for a piece. Yeah. I was gonna say and it was pretty even. That's not shots at the quarterback. We need to be taking shots downfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I was gonna say we were pretty even with the, like the passing and running the ball though. Yes. Which yeah. It's good to see that we have some run game. Yeah, it's good to see the balance. Let's let's talk about the quarterback situation just a little bit because I think it's it's an interesting one. So we have this guy Bryce Missy. Yeah. We come out taking shots down the field. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. First he, play, we're taking yes. shots. But even something that we noticed before he got injured, we were like, man, this guy's taking a lot of hits. Yeah. Like, he's taking a ton of damage. Like, yeah, our offensive looking, line was not doing a great job of He's looking like him. Deshaun Watson out there <laughs> with how much he's getting hit. And so then we see him go down. Um, it's something underrated about Bryce Missy before we move on to Banter. His pocket presence was decent. Actually, I thought like I his, his evasion was good. He was moving around really well. He was, and Eric Bainter, his pocket presence was also. I mean, is pretty is pretty good. But what's concerning to me, looking ahead, um, as with Eric Bainter as the quarterback, he had three completions in the game, and some of that can be attributed to we just completely abandoned the passing game. And in favor of the running game, but some of it's like, man, we got to trust this guy. Yeah. It's it's likely that Missy is going to miss several, like, several like the next few games. Yeah, it does not appear that he'll be coming back soon. No, and so Eric Bainter is probably going to be the guy now. Three completions. We need to trust this guy. If it's a one dimensional running attack, we're not going to be successful in the next game against Claremont. No, because then other teams will just stack the box, and then we're not going to be able to do anything. Trouble. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and the receiving looked... I mean, how would you say the receiving looked? I thought it was fine. I thought it was Alex fine. Alex Brandon and Jace Keane were the biggest highlights. Yeah. I know Wes, I think, had one reception. I think so. Um, they took a couple shots with him. And they took shots with him. So At least one of them went out of bounds. Yeah, and I'd like to see him get... Involved because like, he's a dynamic playmaker. Like he really Fife is. legend. Fife, yeah, whatever, Nick. But um, so overall, I think that there is. Well, we haven't even touched on the second half. We we need to tell these people how the game finished. How was the second half, Nick? God, uh, our defense continued to look pretty good, but we gave up a touchdown in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't help that it was a thirty-one we were... yard pass too. I mean, it was a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our offense wasn't really helping out our defense at this point. Mm-hmm. They're they're having to play a lot of snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they probably were getting tired. I think absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But then the fourth quarter comes around. We were able to string together a nice drive to mm-hmm. get into field goal range to convert a 21-yard field goal, very short field goal, uh, with five minutes left. And at that point... Especially with how we'd seen the the Kalu uh, offense going, we were pretty, or at least I was pretty confident. I was like, okay, we're gonna be okay. Yeah. Uh, they made it closer than I would have liked. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, because they did put together a pretty nice drive at the end, kick a field goal to get within a touchdown. Yeah. And then have an onside opportunity with two minutes left, which they failed to convert. I want to say, though, their onside was pretty close. They got a really nice bounce. Tell, tell the people about it. The way, he, the way he kicked it, he got a really nice bounce. He got, like, that, on, like, that second hop, like, yeah. a super high, like, arc. And yeah. there was definitely a chance that someone that could have recovered it. it. And that definitely scared me. 
Absolutely. Because they definitely had the momentum if they would have recovered that, and they would have had great field position. Exactly, and can you imagine... The ball went out of bounds for the record. Yes, but can you imagine, though, like, the morale, if that would have happened, they scored a touchdown, we just blew a 14-point lead. Yeah. In a defensive battle, too. Like, I don't know. So this game has me feeling... Pretty good about the. De- I thought the defense really came to play. Yeah, they absolutely. Had a fantastic. Four takeaways. Game. They they were great. The offense still has a lot of work. Which, to be fair to both teams, that's what you expect. It's the first week of the season. Yeah. Neither team is going to be at their best, uh, and especially with our starting quarterback going down. Yeah, early on, that definitely changes your game plan. Absolutely. So. Looking ahead to Claremont, I remember... Well, it's going to be at Claremont this year. I think last year they came to town. So it's like a, I believe so. a home and away type deal. Um, we are looking forward to watching the game, streaming it, and seeing how this offense adapts to Eric Bainter. Because I assume he'll be the quarterback next week. I would assume so. Because yes. I don't think anyone else got any reps at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so... I think things that we would like to see from the team next week is taking more shots down the field, involving Eric in the passing game more. Yeah. Because the running game looked like it looked good, but there was also a lot of stagnant drives where it was like, oh my gosh, why are we handing the ball That's off true. again? We were not. We were also not very good at converting third downs. No. Like we were uh, two for twelve on third down. Yeah. Which, when it comes to NWC play. That's just not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. Can you imagine? you got to be efficient when you go up against the Whitworths and the George Foxes and all that. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, overall, it was, a good, it was a good game. It was fun to get out there again. And just looking ahead, the, the PLU has a football game next Saturday on the 21st at Claremont Mud Scripps. So, that'll be fun. And then... Two weeks after that, on October 5th, Lewis and Clark comes to town. If you are a listener of the podcast, you know how we feel about Lewis and Clark. Something I got to say about Lewis and Clark, this is also our homecoming game. Oh, is it? Yes. And homecoming games, you always, like, you that is the one game during the season you're like, we have to win this. We don't want to look bad yeah. in front of our fans. I'm curious, because Lewis and Clark is not shaping up to have a good season. So, are they ever? No. So how many homecoming games is Lewis and Clark going to play in? Because it's like, if they come, so they're going to come here have a homecoming game. They're going to travel to Whitworth. They'll probably have that homecoming game. They'll go to George Fox. Like, dang, this is like homecoming month. Like, what is, what is happening? So, yes. So, again, good win for the Lutes. Can't complain about a win. The defense looked fantastic. And the offense still has a lot of work to do. I want to say one more thing. Absolutely. At the end of the game, after uh, their failed onside kick, we saw it like a couple minutes left that we needed to continue to drive. We couldn't just knee it out yet. And Eric Boehner took the game into his own hands with his legs running down the field, and he scrambled for a first down on a – it was fourth down. That, that is true. No, that he that scrambled to secure the win for us so that we could we could knee it out afterwards. Because if we would have not uh, – gotten that first down then they would have had a chance that is true no and that's good to bring that up eric bainter has some mobility so that, looking like russell wilson out there i, don't, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but okay so 
We are going to take a short break, and then we are going to get in to a lot more PLU sports. So don't go anywhere. This is the Attaway Podcast on LSPN. Welcome back. Oh, Nick throwing me off. Nick has the welcome back this time. You know, the listeners weren't ready for yeah, that either. You were drinking water, so... I was, so the show has to go on. Welcome back. You are listening to the Attaway Podcast on LSPN, and we are now going to talk about different sports, different fall sports, and we are going to start with volleyball. So, early on in the season, the volleyball team beat the number seven ranked team in the nation, D3 team, and they went to Texas in an out-of-state tourney, and they split games on the first day, so one win and one loss, and then on the second day of the tournament, they had two losses. Um, The first game, they lost three sets to zero, unfortunately, but then they had a really tight um, five-set match where they unfortunately lost three sets to two. Yeah. Uh, they are currently ranked 24th in the nation, which considering the seniors that graduated last year on our stacked volleyball team, uh, I'd say that is very good. Um, to start conference play, they play Whitworth. I don't have the date on that. I believe it's the 20... 20- it's 20th, the 20th, this Friday at 7 p.m. It's our first home game. That's right, that's it's right. The, okay. the home opener. You gotta come through. Absolutely. Support our volleyball team. Come support the volleyball team. I'm expecting another clean sweep because uh, that's all this team does. Yeah, and also, Nick is crazy. Whenever Nick goes to a volleyball <laughs> game, they're always clean sweeps. Yeah. Like 3-0. There is never like any room for mercy. <laughs> so, before conference play... Um, their overall record is seven and five. And something we should mention, something that you mentioned, is that they've already played UPS. Yeah, that was a. They played UPS on August thirty first. Is one of the first, one of the first days of like whatever tournament that was. Yes. And we, of course, we swept them. Three zero. Establishing once again that PLU is the superior university in Tacoma. Exactly. I don't think anybody would debate that. But we look forward to a great season from volleyball. And like Nick said, come out on Friday. And there's a game on Saturday, too. There is, yeah. Another home game. Don't forget about that. And then they go on a long long stretch of away games. Away games. So come support while you can. Uh, So next up, we're going to talk about... I want to back it up for a second. If you look at uh, the end of the season, we have a very long stretch of uh, home games at the end of the season. So... Yes. Everyone should be out there supporting, finishing, encouraging them to finish strong. Which is good. You want to see the away game stack first. Yeah. So if you need to pick up a couple games to get in the playoffs at the end of the season, we have those home games. Exactly. The home so. field advantage. Because we, in the Olsen gym, this is a hostile environment. For Other everybody. teams do not want to play here. Exactly. We have the best hecklers in the NBC. <laughs> So, moving on, we're going to talk about men's golf. So, they've had one tournament at this course. It's called the Home Course, which is kind of an interesting name. In for DuPont. A golf course, yeah, in DuPont. So, they finished 
tied for second, which is really cool because they were sitting in fifth place after the first day of the tournament. So that's great. Uh, and then PLU golf athlete Jared Beals finished tied for second in the tournament. And then overall in this opening tournament, they tied with Whitworth golf. So our nemesis, we just, uh, Whitworth just bothers me. But anyways, and so next up for men's golf, the next tournament they have, it's October 5th and 6th, and that is the George Fox invite. Nice. I want to say that our golf team was pretty strong last year, and I'm pretty sure none of like our major key players have graduated either. I think he, the core is mostly intact. Yeah. yeah. So we should continue to be strong this year. Yeah. So we look forward to following men's golf. I know Nick is trying to play golf. His swing is a little broken, but... <laughs> He, he's, I've seen him at the driving, well, I haven't seen him. Well, you saw a video of I it. saw a video, actually, of you at the driving yeah. range, so. Fun fact, listeners, I got to go to Chambers Bay and uh, hit the driving range over the summer for my job, quote-unquote job. I was going to say. <laughs> and, uh, hey, with listeners. no golf experience besides playing uh, the fine Xbox game, the Golf Club 2019. Wow. And, like, Wii Golf. I've had no experience. Hey, listeners, is it really a job if you go to Chambers Bay and also play ping pong 90% of the day? That is Nick Sunball's summer job. I'll let, the, I'll let the listeners answer that question. So, moving on, we couldn't find anything for women's golf. No. So, we're going to move on to men's cross country uh, for the NWC coaches poll, where coaches expect teams will rank the PLU men's team is expected to finish second in conference as voted by the coaches. Behind who? Oh, Nick, I didn't check that. Oh, I would. Ass- I don't know who this article is. I would assume Willamette. I would almost guarantee okay. either Willamette or UPS. You should look that up. Uh, try to find it real quick. So we had, we've had one invite. It was the UPS invite. And the first place loot was, or I should say, the the first loot that finished was Bryce Johnson, and he finished fifteenth overall. And the team finished third overall at the at the uh, invite. They were only beat by UPS, which you hate to see. That's tough, but UPS has had a really solid cross country team the past few years. Uh, and the first place finish, I love to see this. If PLU can't finish first, I want this team to finish first every time. The community colleges of Spokane. Oh, my God. I will say, so I'm from Spokane. That, okay, the community colleges of Spokane, they have really good cross country. Yeah. It's kind of like the guys that don't quite go to D1, but they're still really good runners go to this. And they, like, field really good teams. So, anyways, did you find that? I did, yeah. Uh, George Fox was voted first. Really? So yeah. George Fox first. Who's where's uh, Willamette and UPS? Um, Willamette is fourth. Uh, UPS is not talked about in this article. I don't think. Oh, UPS is sixth. Sorry. Oh, sixth. Okay. This is for men's, by the way. Yes. So cross country, it's a unique sport. I mean, there's gonna be ebbs and flows throughout the season. I know. I, I used to run cross country. Your first meet is just a feeler race. You're never going to finish exactly where you think in the first race. So I don't think that we should be overly concerned that UPS ended up winning this invite. It was on their home course. It was set up by them. And we're going to be ready. We're coming. And if 
if I know anything, our good friend Chris Nussbaum is going to ensure that we do well this season. And that's all I have to say about that. That's all I like to hear. Yes. Uh, and then for women, women's cross country, I believe they were uh, pulled to finish fifth by the NWC coaches. That is correct. Um, and they finished also third at the UPS invite, and they were led by Sarah Paquet and Alicia Krivenek. I think Krivenek finished like three hundredths of a second behind her teammate. Yeah, that's a tight race. Like ninth and tenth. So yeah, it's a sport of milliseconds, and I love it. So we look forward to a fantastic. Excuse me. Look forward to an fast fantastic season for the cross-country teams their next race is here i forget the day but it's definitely the plu invite and i want to say it's on the 21st oh jeez let me pull it up real quick yeah i want to say that because the yeah plu invite this saturday 11 a.m yes so come out support cross-country we don't have a lot of meets here and trust me cross-country meets they might sound like this is the only home meet this is the only home meet it's way more fun than you think. People really get into it, and it's just a great sport. So we're now going to talk about uh, men's soccer. They were polled at, for the NWC coaches poll. They're expected to finish second in conference. Most recently, they went down to California. Mm-hmm. They beat Chapman 4-0. They lost to UC Santa Cruz 2-0. And then they beat this team... Uh, Fontbonne? Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. 0 Yeah, I don't know what sorry teams they have in uh, St. Louis, but how do you get clapped 8-0 I, in soccer? <laughs> that is like, yeah, that's unbelievable. But right now they're currently 3-3. Three and, three, and No conference games have been played yet, though. And no conference games, thank you, Nick. Yeah, no conference games have been played yet. They open at George Fox. Um, at home. At home. At home against, against George, George Fox. Fox. This Saturday at 2 30. Yes. And then they have another game on Sunday at the same time. Yes. Against Pacific. That's brutal. Back to back. That's tough. Okay. So, again, we look forward. Men's soccer. Man, our soccer teams are so good. I feel like they don't get a ton of love at school, but they're really good. So, come out and support. Uh, Women's soccer currently is 2-1-1. They beat Redlands 1-0, and they lost to Claremont Mud Scripps 1-0 most recently. And they... Start conference play against Whitworth. And then we're going to wrap up by talking about men's tennis. Me and Nick have recently become tennis aficionados by <laughs> hopping on the courts. So we this... played two times. <laughs> Nick, the listeners don't need to know that. And so for men's tennis, this past weekend, they had an exhibition tennis tournament. It was also at U... Man, UPS is getting busy with everything. all this stuff. They are hosting everything. So this tournament was at UPS, and the Lutes finished... Oh, I believe they finished third overall. I forgot to write that down. Uh, they finished third overall, and led by Michael Campbell and Marcus Lee winning the doubles tournament, and also a shout-out to... My old CA, Michael Larson, for picking up his first collegiate tennis victory. That's pretty awesome. Uh, So their next competition is the ITA Northwest Regional. And that will be 
exciting. I'm really dude. I'm pumped to follow the men's tennis team this year. It is such yeah, a Jordan great got, sport. Jordan got big into tennis over the summer. I'm just saying, for any listeners who are interested in tennis, pick up a racket at Target or wherever you can get them, <laughs> and just go out and play some tennis. Like it is, it's a fun sport. It's as casual as you want, and there's just something satisfying about hitting a forehand winner, beating my fellow co-host oh Nick Sunhall right down the line. So, Let's uh, talk about your serves for a second. How many times have you gotten this thing over the net? Okay, so it's been a great episode. <laughs> my serve is definitely broken, and I'm picking up new tips every single day. Let's yeah, just, no, you've been talking to a lot of tennis players lately, yes, trying to improve I, your yes, game. Actually, actually, I've been talking to tennis players and asking for tips. Hey, if there's any listeners who want to play tennis, I'll give you a couple tips real quick at the tail end of the podcast. <laughs> Underhand serve, yes, they are legal, and they're very deceptive. That looks soft. That's like a if you're shooting a free throw in basketball, you do it like granny style. Whatever. I don't care. I care about effectiveness. And then, also, serve and volley. So, when you get the serve in, then you run up to the net, and you try to, like, counter and hit the other way you're trying to put pressure on your opponent by running into the net okay so listeners i hope you enjoyed that that was <laughs> that's some tennis commentary right oh there we care about all teams at plu and we are excited for another great semester another great year and there is something there's a couple things that you can rely on you're going to get busy during the semester you're going to get stressed during the semester And we will post regular content telling the truth about PLU Athletics. Wow, that was great. Thank you, Nick. And we apologize if you were at the, if any of the women's tennis players were at the tournament. There's no article detailing or any stats anywhere detailing that they were there. But we will also cover women's tennis. Yeah, basically if we miss something, it's not our fault. We look for the articles. Exactly. And we look, (laughs) come on, we do our due diligence here. So... We are going to sign off for this first edition of the Attaway Podcast, brought to you by LSPN. And Nick, why don't you say it with me? Attaway Attaway Loots! Loots!